0: Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Desperate for Air by Wayne Carey I don't remember who started talking about diving off the bridge across the river, but it seemed exciting to me. It really isn't that high. I can do it, I bragged to my friends. The bridge had three concrete buttresses for support. The middle one was round and stood in the center of the river. As we reached the center of the bridge, I gave a few more bragging words and slowly slipped through the small opening that led to the ledge on the buttress. The ledge was about two feet wide and seven feet up from the water. A narrow sandbar had formed directly below it from the water flowing around the buttress. I knew the sandbar was there, so I moved to the far edge where the water would be deeper. I looked at the water flowing below me as the gentle current pushed it toward the bay. The bridge seemed higher than I had thought. Now I wished I had never bragged that I would dive off. I was actually afraid. My friends watched from above. I knew they were thinking I was scared. I had to dive just to prove I wasn't. Why did I ever get myself into such a predicament, I thought. My mother had warned me to stay away from the bridge because it was dangerous, but mothers always seemed to worry a lot. The day had been perfect up until that moment, yet God had never crossed my mind all afternoon. I figured I would have plenty of time to think about God when I grew older, because right then I was having too much fun spending time with my friends. I stood there taking deep breaths to stall for more time and to get as much oxygen into my lungs as possible. How I wished no one was there! If my friends weren't watching, I could just go back home, I thought. I stood on the ledge a moment longer, taking several more deep breaths and staring at the water. Crouching a little, I took one more gulp of air and then dove headfirst into the river below. I found myself at the bottom of the river. It was so quiet, so awfully quiet, and the water was so cold. I tried to swim to the surface, but I couldn't move. My body was limp. Oh, God, my heart cried out, help me. I couldn't swim to the surface, to fresh air, to life. What have I done, I thought? I'll drown for sure, unless... Unless what? I didn't know. Earlier, I had not thought about God, but now, without His help, I would die. I was only fourteen years old, and I wasn't prepared to die. Is this really happening to me? Oh, God, please! I could feel myself slowly floating upward. I had to keep holding my breath, But how long could I do that? Each second seemed like an hour. The water grew warmer. I must be nearer the surface. Someone help me. I don't want to die. Please, if only I could breathe. My lungs felt like they would burst any second. Somehow I kept holding my breath. I felt my back bob to the surface, but my face was still underwater. I was so close to life, just inches away, but I couldn't move. I tried and tried to get my head up out of the water. I couldn't. There's no hope, I thought. Then I heard muffled sounds, but I couldn't tell what they were. Suddenly I felt the water around me moving. A hand grabbed me and pulled my head up. I remember the bright sun flooding my eyes, the rush of air into my lungs. I can breathe. Oh, God, I can breathe. It was the most wonderful thing in the world. I was alive. One of my buddies had seen me floating in the water and had climbed down the buttress and pulled me to the sandbar. The fire department had been called, and when the firefighters arrived, they lowered a boat into the water to bring me to the river bank. An ambulance came to take me to the hospital. I was so scared, but I was alive. God had answered my simple prayer. I felt like Peter, who had cried out, "Lord, save me!" when he walked on the water and began to sink. His prayer was not fancy or eloquent but it was very fervent. Jesus had saved Peter, and he had saved me from drowning. It was several months before I left the hospital. I had struck something under the water that had cut open my scalp, so I received twenty-one stitches to my head. The impact had also crushed a vertebra in my neck, causing partial paralysis. The heartbreak and agony of being paralyzed at fourteen years old was almost unbearable. But because I was young and with healing and therapy, most of the movement came back. I wore a neck brace for six months after leaving the hospital. Many times in the years that followed, I looked back to this experience and realized how precious life is and how quickly it can end. Sometime later, I asked Jesus into my life. He saved me physically and spiritually. He has given my life meaning and purpose. I ended up going into the ministry and being pastor of a church. I direct people who are drowning in sin to call on Jesus to save them. He gives life, and he is the bridge to heaven. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fishel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association.